This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash yanks. Today is January 20th, and we are finding out which ex-Yankee should tutor a current Yankee. That's what we're doing today, and we're coming to you from a brand new office. How about that? Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy Jake, recaps galore. Hello and welcome to Talkin' Yanks, coming to you live from the new DraftKings Studios in Manhattan. My name is Jimmy, sitting next to me is Jake. We are a little farther apart than usual. We cannot touch hands without leaning now. BBD is in the corner, as always. Jake, how you doing? James? BBD, everyone here live, a new normal, a fungus among us. Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It is Thursday, January 20th. I knew that. Didn't even have to look at the laptop. And uh, yeah, I mean, baseball's coming back soon, maybe. Um, And yeah, we got the new office. So uh, always a thank you to you guys. I know the the line I run out there like a sad sap every time is that it, it all started with the talking Yanks. You guys uh you guys are the foundation. You guys are my muse. You guys are my I've posted pictures of you and made a mosaic in my bathroom and I often look Hold at up, all hold those. up. You posted pictures. I and got there. I got everyone's pictures yes. off Twitter and the podcast mosaic. app. And you made a mosaic and you posted them I made on a your mosaic bathroom wall. in my bathroom. And I look yeah. at the pictures and I. The word posted used to not make you automatically think of the internet. Yeah. Like you posted wanting, wanted signs. Did on you telephone ever post wanted signs. <laughs> no. But one time uh, in our neighborhood, there was like missing cat signs. Mm. And they were just mm. way. Too small. They're like eight by ten paper with like words on them. Like when you're driving around the neighborhood, you just couldn't read those. Mm. So we got giant poster board, and we said, "Make bigger signs if you want your cat back," and put them right underneath. We were twelve. Yeah, that was sixth grade. So and now look, we've got an office in Manhattan. So no way we helped. We'll still be in the boogie down Bronx. I saw some people were asking that on the interstate. We still have our Bronx output. We'll still be doing a lot of Yankee stuff from there. Someone responded to the tweet that said, like, we're not leaving the Bronx. And they said, keeping the Bronx office comes in handy just in case a Yankees game doesn't end until midnight or so. Then you can always go and crash there. We live yeah. there. Yeah. No, we actually, I do want to get beds for the Bronx office now. I want it to become... Maybe we interview a Yankees player before a game, after a game, beat reporter before. Like, we can do those interviews there. But then 
if our Yanks ever get back to the playoffs, we right. can go to a game, if we're not live streaming it, watch it, bring that energy straight to the Bronx office, and don't have to worry about driving home afterwards because we'll just make uh, bunk beds. I'm thinking three-layer bunk beds. Well, that's what I was going to say is we get... Japanese hotel style, like real close to We turn other, the interview the room into a bunk bed space so we can just conduct interviews in there and then go to bed. And then it's like... Show's over, lights, lights out. out, nobody talk. Yeah. Great up. Boom, sleep. So that's something to look forward to. Well, we'll just leave them on. Sleep stream. What's BBD thinking about over there? I don't know. He's got a lot of tech that he's wrangling, a new software that we're using in the new audience uh, office, so maybe he's nervous. Yeah, trying to balance audio stuff, which is hard. I haven't figured out the best system for listening to what we're putting out. So, okay. so in, the, solution for that, so. in the live YouTube chat, honor code right now, honor code, like no one, yeah, like no tricks. They've been, they've been very pleasant so far and helpful, but you know what? Asking them to, for no tricks means we're going to get a trick. You're going to get a trick. It's so I kind of, and I it's going to hurt my it. feelings very personally. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. It would. It's a direct shot at you. It's a personal attack. If they try to trick you in the live YouTube chat right now, if you're doing that, that would be. You specifically want to hurt me. Yeah. Mm. Mm. What are you thinking about now? How are you doing? I'm good, man. I mean, we're in hoodies, which is nice. The new studio, we have a lot of lights on us, which I feel like I'm still kind of dark, but our monitors are different than what people are seeing. So we're just going to need a lot of nice feedback, right? There's a lot of tech here. We just haven't perfected it yet. But... I think, like, we're going to try and get lights in here so when Jake does his burns, I can have a red light. Just, like, I don't have to hold a siren. Spoilers. Yeah, well, we did it already, but it'd just be better. Spoilers. Last time we were putting a YouTube video called Red Strobe Light on. It's and just video. playing that in the office with the lights off. I'm going to still we play get, that We got video. your handheld. We're not going to lose that video. We're not going to lose our I race. do have the handheld. Oh, it made it. Here. I have the handheld right here. It made it to the new office. I thought we'd keep that in the Bronx just in case we're doing the Bronx stuff. We're going to we figure have a it couple, all out. We have a couple We've of these. We've got a lot of red sirens. Amazon refused to deliver, and then they deliver all of them. So thank you. Thank you to everyone. So today's episode, you ready yes, for this? I am. Do you have anything else I am. you want to talk about? I think so. Thank you very much to the Talking Yanks faithful. As very Jake cool. said. Very cool. I posted the video. It's all began here. It continues to grow like crazy here. Uh, I think it's our most like dug in audience uh, across the board by far. Hell, we might even have more talking Yanks type news someday soon. Yes, we will. And maybe the news is that Jake shaved his pubes using Manscaped. Maybe. Maybe that's the new news coming up. You can do it, too. If you want to be in that news with Jake, he'll tweet it out. I just shaved my pubes, and then everyone responds, uh, me, too, with pictures of stuff. The trimming's on the ground, not the private. If you're at home and you're shaving yourself with Manscaped, take a picture when you're done, tag us, and tag Manscaped. I have a question. Do you think anyone's ever been listening to the podcast, uh, and uh, then they hear the read, and then they go, oh, wait, I did want to do that today before I go out, and then they keep the headphones in, and then they trim up while listening to the rest uh, of the show? That's had to have happened once. Definitely, definitely. A good reminder, like, oh, I do got to tighten that up yeah. before I head out. Yeah, it's game night. 
So uh, go to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer of 20% off plus free shipping with code YANKS. Tame that playoff beard in your pants. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code YANKS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code YANKS. Why play in the wildcard game when you can take the safety of a first-round buy with Manscaped? Mm. Some football lingo. Sports. Sports. So we have some voicemails. BBD, remind everyone what the prompt was of the voicemails. Uh, at its core, our prompt was which former Yankee would do the best job tutoring uh, a current Yankee or, or personally coaching a current Yankee. Now, I haven't seen the answers here. Mm. I'm interested to know if we have any different position alignments. It's very easy to know, like, uh, an ex-center fielder, an ex-catcher, an right. ex-first baseman do this. But if someone comes with us with a interesting cross position, yeah. I think I'm going to enjoy that a lot. I think we're going to have some crosses. We, we had a little, because we were trying to conjure oh. a topic uh, in in the office yesterday, and we landed here. And I think there will be some cross positions, especially, you know, if we start talking hitting, like, you know, I, uh, we'll see if any Paul O'Neill voicemails come in here. But, you know, I know Paul O'Neill and DJ initially, like those guys kind of drew some comps just because they were intense, hopefully starting better second halves of their career. Um, Paul's intensity, DJ's quiet intensity. Um I don't, are, are any popping up for you? When you said Paul O'Neill, I thought Glaber. So that's really interesting. Because I want him to get that intensity. Right. And Paul O'Neill would hit for average and power and like kind of go with the pitch, which I think Glaber has that ability. Obviously, you're looking at a lefty and a righty there and right. stuff like that. But I would want Glaber to kind of have that mindset more. So I don't, but I don't know. I don't, maybe that they don't speak the same language. I mean, Jeter's kind of the queen Baseball piece language. in all of this. You know, he's, I think, in Jeter a lot can't of teach recent, anyone. In a lot of recent memories, you know, you're going to Yankee way kind of was Jeter. Joe's McFly said Glaber for Jeter, which now is a different position. And Joe said it in only the way Joe's can, but he was just like the first time Glaber goes like puppy dog, Jeter's like, we don't do that. Yeah, I think Jeter's a little bit of the the Wayne Gretzky when he tried to when Wayne Gretzky tried to coach. Well, it doesn't have to be coaching necessarily. Well, I mean, tutoring is coaching in a way. It's all life lessons and uh, pass, I have, passing down wisdom and thoughts. I have some different. I have young versions of people. Like I have Derek Jeter. Field of Dreams goes on the field. He's a young Derek Jeter again, and kind of like grabs Glaber by the shirt and is like, "We're Yankees." Wow! Yeah, I there's didn't a know. lot of lanes. I didn't know go. we were doing. There's like, a lot you know, of lanes. Field of Dreams shit. It doesn't have to. Here we go. Here, here we go. Hey guys, it's Josh from Preston, New Jersey. Just want to say congratulations on the new office. As for um, the player to give advice, I think actually one that's been mentioned on the pod quite a few times recently, Bernie Williams. I know Jake's a big fan of him. Should give advice to Aaron Hicks. Just you know the amount of games he's played and the fact that he was a center fielder that got on base. 381 career on base percentage. Really rub off on him. Six can stay, you know, on the field and keep drawing walks, getting on base. Maybe he's a little average guy, but that doesn't really matter if you guys know what you're talking about in the modern day. So I, uh, I hope that'll rub off on him. Hope Hicksy gets, you know, in the game. Uh, Jake sucks. Go Yanks. Thanks, guys. Bye. So they're switch hitting center fielders. Bernie's kind of the guy they ask, you know, the old famous story that everyone says is they ask Bernie, what's he think about at the plate? And he says, nothing. 
And I don't know how well that passes down. Seems like that's natural instincts that you can't pass along. Switch hitting, center fielders. I mean, uh, there's, there's been some of the comps recently. I I think a light bulb that went off in my head for this. I saw a light bulb go off in your head. Right? Did yes. you see that? Yes. No, you got a little brighter. In this example, mm-hmm. what I pictured was they were like, Hixie, you're going to spend the day with Bernie. Like, you guys are matched up. Like, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And, you know, you're absorb everything you can from them. And they hang out. They have a nice day. Like, Bernie's like, let's go get a brekkie, Sammy. Hicks is like, all right, yeah, sure. Talk about vacations and stuff. They go for a jog. They get lunch at a good sandwich place. Double sandwich day. Hicks is thinking about that a little too much. Bernie gives him some drums. A Kion. And he's just like, slap on it a little bit. I'm going to play the axe. They get dinner. Another sandwich. Wow. Hicks is sixes and sevens right now. And then they jam out a little more. Bernie leaves. And Hicks is like, what was that? And that's when the light bulb goes off for him. He's like, I just got to do less out there. I just yeah. got to do me. It's like he Mr. Miyagi's him, but he doesn't do it on purpose. Like yes. Bernie's not trying to give subtle messages. But also, I don't know if this one works. Well, that's... Because if someone told me... Right. I just don't think out there. Right. I don't think I'm getting better. No, but Bernie never says that. So yeah. Hicks is thinking so hard to find the message that he thinks he's found Bernie's a message. Buddha. Bernie's Buddha is And then is Hicks, is, Hicks is clicking, and Cashman's like, Bernie, what you did with Hicks was awesome. And Bernie's like, I don't even remember that. Yeah. Who? <laughs> I thought that was my nephew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What? Yeah, Hicks highest batting average of his career in a full season, 266. Bernie's 342. A little different ball players. 158 games versus 88. Bernie is so good. A mental coach. So good. Hall of Famer. Well, not officially. Our Hall of Fame. He's a, he's around. Let's go to the next one. Jimmy, Jake. BBD, this is my thought. If we could have hip, hip, Jorge Posada come back and just talk to Gary the L Kraken and just teach him how to be fired up. Fired up consistently, game in, game out, every day, bring the fire, not just the fundamentals that we talked about with Gary, but to just consistently stay fired up, match Gary Cold energy. We need that behind the plate. Oh, yeah, that's a strong and hard disagree. Yeah. Gary plays so much better when he's Teddy Bear Gare. Yeah. Like when Gary was at his best, he was like just a happy, soft-spoken, shy guy. Yeah. Like a catcher can't be, you know, a catcher can be fiery. There's people that, Posada, you know, Yachty brings energy. But when Gary was going great, he was like Bernie, like Bernie yeah. and Gary should talk. No, see, uh, so I, again, I don't have the Jorge and Gary pair matching. Um, Jorge, too, way too much for Gary. I do think it would be a, like Gary could take one thing from Jorge. Like I think that opening day lineup gets written and Gary's not in it. They're starting Higgy and Jorge just says, just go out. 
Yeah, he and probably Gary's like, like, like okay. maybe like you know, Jorge was so established and also very good. See Higgy like Higgy's got all the gear on and he sees Gary behind the the dish and he Higgy just like pops his mitt once and he's like, all right, get him, yeah. Gary. I get it. You're you're crazy I mean, talented. Jorge and El Duque like fought each other before yeah. starts and then still were battery mates. And like maybe Gary just takes like a little backbone somewhere, like a little like just confidence. That opening like, day, just yeah. Like, that's no. why I like what you're saying. But but no, when Gary was his best, he was a mellow, mellow player. Yeah. Naps. Yeah, that is. It's more the other vibe. Like, don't match Garrett Cole's intensity, please. I think he'd stress himself way out. Gary hears about Hicks and Bernie's three sandwich day, and he's like, "What? Yeah." He did Three it alone. Three Sammies in one day? That's awesome. I did that yesterday, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think I did. Jesus, gross. <laughs> Oops. Oops. You've had an accident. You want to do the next one? Yeah. Hey, uh, my name's Peter from hey. Washington County. Um, the Yankee that I would most like to come talk to, a current Yankee, and give advice to is Alfonso Soriano to Glaber Torres. Um, it might be weird, but I think that, you know, he could really talk to him about expectations. Obviously, Soriano being the main piece in the trade that brought A-Rod to New York and going to be the guy on that first Washington Nationals team. Uh, I think he could really help out Glaber, tell him uh, how to really manage these expectations that Yankee fans put on him after, you know, that incredible year. Uh, thanks. Jake what was the end there? The, how did the Nationals get brought up? I think he said he was one of the first. He was um, on the first on Nationals that 05 team. first Nationals team. He was there. Was he like he their was, first draft pick or something? He's basically their their best player, or at least the day one expectation was best player. Like, was he their their expansion draft pick or something? I don't like think that? they were technically an expansion team because they just went Montreal to. Traded by the Texas Rangers to the uh, Nats for Armando Galarraga, Termal Sledge, yeah. and Brad Wilkerson. Termal Sledge was a prospect. What a name. I uh, I mentioned this one quickly to Joe's yesterday because I think, I guess where my brain went with it with Alfonso Soriano was, he was always Alfonso Soriano. Does that make sense? Like, it's kind of what that caller just mentioned. Like, there's a lot of different things going on between it, when he got traded for, like, he's in an A-Rod trade. Like, Alfonso Soriano was always doing Alfonso Soriano. Like, he was going to have that, like, big old swing. He was going to do him. And I think Glaber, kind of like what you're saying, like, the original scouting report on Glaber was like, He's just good at everything. Like, he should be good at defense. He should be good with contact hitting. He should be good with a little bit of power. Like, be Glaber Torres. Don't, don't try to be anyone else. Do not. Should we pause? Okay. Echo. Sound guys. Trying to fix the echo. Um, hmm. I don't even, yeah, that's... Glaber's a real hard one for me. Because I don't know what, like, it's all mental. Mm. It's, he has all the ability. like some, And this is all mental, but something just needs to click. But I, 
It's not the expectations of like being the stud because the Glaber doesn't have that. He did, but it, but it but like he's not the only guy. Like Glaber's supposed to be good, but he's not supposed to be. No one, no one has ever said he was going to be better than Judge, better than Stanton. I think some people did, but I don't think he can now. Judd and Stan, pretty damn good. Real good. Way established. Glaber's a tough one. I don't know how to find it. I don't know enough about like Alfonso Soriano's like day in, day out mindset. I don't really know anything about his personality. Even when he came back. Okay. Hard worker. Everyone says a Soriano was Alfonso Soriano was like one of the harder workers. That's what I'm saying. A little hard work. Look how roped up he is now. Maybe he just says swing a big bat like I did. Whoa. I kind of like that for Glaber. Swing a heavy bat? Yeah. Just get the barrel to the ball, kid. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. You want to do the next one? Do you want to pause? Should we do an ad break here? We just turned... Is this weird that we're live right now? Yeah, a little bit. We're talking about it. Okay. I got a big buzz in my ears now, though. Yeah, now there's a buzz. And it's gone. Yeah. Technology. All right. We'll keep going. Well, hot ad. Let's do another call. Okay. Hey, fellas. Congratulations on the new office. Um... I know you guys have probably gotten this one a lot. Um, it might be getting a little repetitive, but I'm just going to state the obvious. Um, I want Sergio Mitre to sit down with Ron Marinaccio and tell him what it takes to bring a championship back to the Bronx. Thank you. <laughs> Who's Mitre sitting down with? Ron Marinaccio. I think he's the... Is that the guy the Yankees protected in the Rule 5 draft this year? You've got it. Yes, okay. But isn't Sergio Mitre, didn't he get in trouble? Like, is he, it, he's in yes. prison, but is it, is it like bad, bad guy stuff? Okay. We could, we could find somebody else then. What did he do? I just spelled his name so poorly, and it worked. It came up. Why don't we talk about Ron, the Ron guy? Ron Marinaccio. Yeah. He had a really good year in the minors last year. Did he? What are his numbers? I think at the time he got protected, uh, people were saying he was expected to be the guy most likely to be the next Whitlock. So it wasn't. 66.1 innings between AA and AAA. 105 strikeouts, a two one seven. A two oh four ERA. Ron Marinaccio. He's oh nasty. my god, dude! Sergio Mitre is a name that's not allowed to be used in jokes. Just to let this caller know, maybe the caller doesn't know. I didn't know it was yeah. as bad as the Wikipedia just read. Second paragraph of the legal troubles, like bad, out. Bad. Okay. So uh, I don't want him talking to Ron at all. 
We'll see if Rizzo comes back. Gallo's going to be back. And remember, yes, music playing Italian music. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ron Marinaccio. Yeah. I don't know. He's kind of got a quick path. Tom's River Kid. Ron Marinaccio. Frazier know this guy? Has to. Sure. Todd Frazier knows everyone. In- Yankees prospect from Tom's River? Should I text him? Hit up Todd. Let's get the let's get the Todd Frazier scouting report on Ron Marinaccio. M-A-R-I-N-A-C-C-I-O. Marinaccio. Okay. Texting. I look like my name could be Ron Marinaccio. What's your scouting report on Tom Rivers? Ron Marinaccio. <laughs> no idea where he is, big dog. <laughs> Come on. No, he probably does know him. But if he responds, he's going to say, like, stud. Kid's a gamer. The best. Yeah. Yes. Um, how's the audio doing? Struggling? Listenable? Is it going to be good on the podcast app? Are we recording and, and scratching, or is it like... I think on the podcast app, it'll be fine. They're saying huge echo. It What I'm hearing is nowhere near the huge echoes we, that used to be what they called huge echo at the old office, but there's an echo. Ah, Echo. So you just keep rolling. Podcast app should be fine, I think, because you sound normal in our ears. Coming to you live from the DraftKings studios. That will be perfect one day. You can make a perfect bet at DraftKings right now. 56 to 1 odds on any team. Who's your team? You had the Chiefs. I'm saying um, Titans to win. Really? Yeah. Look at that. Fix now. Let's go. I don't know any of the other games, so I might change. So you're going Titans over Bengals, and that was the only game you had. I don't know any of the other matchups. Okay. What are the who are the who are the pa- Stay with it. You who believe the, in it. Who are the Packers playing? Uh your Packers play your 49ers. Yeah, I mean I'd do that. That's a good Packers one. is the safest one this weekend. Seems like it. Bills Chiefs, that's a fun game. Yeah. What's the over-under the there, Sunday 100? Game. Sunday's real fun. 120? A little lower. Over at 120? Just a little lower. What do you think the over, what's the over-under for Bill's Ron Chiefs? Marinaccio. It's probably like, it's probably not that high because playoff football is like 49. They'll score on every drive. Chiefs, game. Chiefs score on every drive. Anyway, choose a team. If they win, you get 280 in free bets. You just got to go. DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code John Boy. You get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. You must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or PA. Only new customers. Only minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. New studio, and I crushed it. And my wife's here. Can you believe Hi, Katie. it? Katie. She made it. She said she wasn't going to be able to come. That's so exciting. It's beautiful. Uh, next voicemail? Yeah, I think so. It's a duel. We got double. Hey, this is Connor, big-time Yankee fan, big-time talking Yank fan. And one Yankee I wish could give advice to a current Yankee is Mariano Rivera to give advice to Jonathan Luizica, especially him coming in when Chapman was getting hurt. We didn't have much bullpen, much people in the bullpen. He came in and had to become the closer just to give him a little confidence, uh, just to get him down the long stretch. But big fan of the pod. Love you guys. Go Yanks. 
We have another one, but before we go, it's a duel. How do you think he spells Connor? Hey, y'all. Um, I mean, after that, with a K. No, that was the second guy. Connor. Yeah. How are you spelling it? K-O-N-N-O-R. K-O-N-N-O-R. Might be. I'm going to bet I know. Hey, y'all. Um, if there was a Yank that could give any advice to a current Yankee, it's got to be Mo to Chappie. And it's just like, it's this simple. Chappie's so damn good. And it's just, he starts to overthink. And it's it's ridiculous. And you look at what Mo did, and it's just like, everybody knew what the hell he was going to throw, and they knew it was coming, and he still blew it by him. And Chappie's got that stuff. And Mo's just got to talk to him and be like, dude, keep your swag, keep your keep your composure. You know what the oh, fuck you're going to throw. Keep blowing that 102 by him and then just dump that slider. It's all you need. Like, it's not that hard. Chappie's just not going to overthink, and he can do it. So, Mo to Chappie. has got to be that. Yeah, Chappie hates Mo. Mo don't like Chappie. They compete for the same records and stuff. That's just, you know, do I know that officially? No. Do I think that with certainty? No. Is it? Likely, maybe. I could see Johnny having a good time with Mo. I think Mo wouldn't. Again, it's like, wouldn't it be any baseball? Like, Mo can teach people the cutter, and then they can, and then people will be able to, to throw a slightly less version of that cutter, right? Which he did with Robertson. D Rob, I don't have Johnny and Mo talking baseball. I think Mariano says stuff like, "Keep your legs loose." Oh, I think Mariano like, tells like if Luizinger was to become a closer, right? Because right. Chappie and Mo, there's nothing to be no. learned. There's like they're two different guys doing two different things in the same position. What Mariano's advice could be for Luizaga if he's to ascend eventually and get that role, then definitely. And Mariano will say this: will say, "Here's your mindset," because this is what Mariano always said in his post games. Don't pay attention for the first four innings. Sleep, yeah. or whatever. Like just chill out. Check in on the score. If you think you're going to be needed, start honing in. And then Mariano says his thought process was, "It's late." These guys have played a whole game, and they've been winning, and it's my job to just send them home happy. And he put the pressure of the team on him. Like, it was more like, well, I have to do this because otherwise I'm letting down all these guys that have been doing, like, you know, my, my three minutes is going to mess up their last three hours. Mm. So it's kind of like a mixture of, like, you have to be zen, 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 like not thinking about the game. It's off your mind. And then when you lock in. Yeah. You got to really lock in. Mo used to say that about, like, my job is to get them in the showers with smiles, something like that. What are you doing in there, Mo? Mariano invites him to Panama, comes down. They're having a great time. They twirl the ball. And then, yeah, they get, like, locked in, like, laser-focused, and that's Mariano's point. Like, when you lock in, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Mariano used to warm up for, like, two innings before save. Or not two innings, but a full inning. He had a long process. He would do the stretching. Then he would do like that weighted ball where he'd throw it slow right against the wall. Remember that? And then he'd eventually build and build and build. So like it was, you know, and then they called him the Sandman because he slept for like the first half of the games. Yeah. Get your rest, kids. What's up, guys? Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Would love to work with you guys. I said in my application, my resume. Uh, the player I would want the Yankees to give the Yankees a speech is Jacoby Ellsbury, just so the Yankees can realize how bad of an example he is and just so he could not be him. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Jake suck. Appreciate it. Dude, nothing like a motivation. Like, all right, we're going to have Ellsbury talk. 
And then Ellsbury just says, you know, I mean, just try to blah and blah. And he, li- he like really thinks he finds his group. Yeah, like, like blah, six blah, minutes blah. And, and then they're like, like, all right. And he leaves and he says, that guy yeah. didn't do much for us. Don't be Everything he just said, nix it. Don't become that. Yeah. Let's, that's, let's go out there today and not be that. Yeah, it's a fucked up movie scene. It's funny. How many hey, times do you Ellsbury think he said- popped out with the socks this year? It's on. Oh, that was bullshit. Yeah, man. But I didn't care. Like, I was like, great, take it back. Ended my documentary. Well, that, he that is... He lined up with the that, Red Sox. That's the worst part, is that he ruined our documentary. We were in deep talks. But yeah, like... Pluto TV was in. Jacoby jokes were kind of mean, because he got... He, he got injured, and then he just fell off the face of the earth. So it was kind of like... Like, the next update we were expecting was almost going to be like, Jacoby Ellsbury is sad. I loved when they And then would, he pops out with the socks. It's on, dude. I loved when he would show up for spring training when the insurance people were coming and play catch with Stump Merrill. <laughs> the 22s. That, remember, that was like a thing. Yeah. They just have a catch, like a five feet away catch. And they'd be like, oh, Jacoby Ellsbury is sighting. Here's there two things we're not proud of. <laughs> Stump and Jacoby are like the just like... Let's avoid that. <laughs> Guys, that's what the catch was. That area of like spring training is like I'm not don't you don't want to be having catch there one day. Yeah. As the example box. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Finding Jacoby. Man, one of our better documentary ideas. I would like to reach out my How I'm many sure, times I'm do you sure think he'll that, be lost again soon. He's lost right now. Yeah. How many times do you think that guy said to you guys at the beginning of that voicemail? You think it was five? I think it was less than five. Uh, the over-under is four and a half. What are you taking, the over or the under? Just at the beginning or the whole I thing? I went. Whole thing, whole voicemail. Whole, I've, I, I'll, I I'll have it at four and a half, the whole voicemail. If you guys both go over, I'll change it to five and a half. Think I'm over. Uh, five and a half, you're over? I really like the five. You felt strong about it. So wherever five gets me. I'm in on five. Where I say over-under five, we're all taking the Push. Push. What's up, guys? Love you guys. Appreciate Guys, not you guys. 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 Are we still at five then? Still taking the push? What's up, guys? Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Would love to work with you guys. I said, in my application, my resume. Uh, the player I would want the Yankees to give the Yankees a speech is Jacoby Ellsbury, just so the Yankees can realize how bad of an example he is and just so he could not be him. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Jake suck. Appreciate it. Six. Sixer. We're at six guys. So they get you, man. Damn. Kicked in at the end. Hey, guys. So I was thinking of a way we could get DJ LeMayhew back to 2019, 2020 form. So a former Yankee, I'd like to give him some advice. I was thinking Joe DiMaggio. I heard he was pretty good. Uh, and how I kind of envisioned the conversation happening is DJ's just chilling in the locker room, sitting there by himself, you know, reading a newspaper. Because let's be honest, DJ definitely still reads the newspaper. And then DiMaggio walks up to him in a full dress suit, and he's got a lit cigar in his mouth. And he just sits down next to this DJ. He looks at him, takes a cigar out of his mouth, hands it to DJ. DJ just takes one puff, hands DiMaggio the newspaper, and goes into the batting cages, and then he's going to bat 340 this year. I like the idea. I think it'd reinvigorate him. Thanks, guys. Go Yanks. So DiMaggio and DJ sharing a cigar. Heroes get remembered. Legends never die. 
Was DiMaggio a ghost there or like real DiMaggio? He didn't say. Because I like DJ sharing a ghost cigar with Joe DiMaggio. And people witnessing it? Only Chapman sees it. And he's like, I wish I could tell. No, he fully understands. <laughs> he's He didn't see DiMaggio, yeah. but he fully understands what happened. Yeah. Uh, sharing a ghost cigar. <laughs> Chappie just casually mentions it to somebody else in the bullpen. He's like, well, sharing a cigar with someone, I can see him. saw DJ sharing a ghost cigar with DiMaggio. He doesn't know it's DiMaggio. Chad Green just keeps walking. Like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said, don't bring up ghosts, buddy. Not today, man. Not since I lived at that funeral home. Ghost DiMaggio. DJ. Did have you know what suit. I think DJ might need? Who's that? A hat. A signature hat? Yeah, like a scally cap or like a newsboy's hat or something funky that doesn't look good. But he just continues to rock it, and you're like, whoa, DJ's, like, stylish now, I guess. What's he doing? But something that just, like, gives him, like, the confidence that he needs. If DJ just started rocking a, rocking a Newsboys hat, one, I think it'd fit him. I think he'd look like uh, Jones, the old golfer. Bobby Jones. I think I'm going Kangle. Oh, I don't know if he can pull that off. He he wanted it first, but you wear a Kangle for so many years. You're home. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna Google Bobby Jones hat. I, there's like an image I have. Yeah, I'll just turn my computer and show you guys. Uh, it's like uh, you know one of these. It's almost a forward Kangle. Newsboy hat. Yeah. And then he just feels so good in it. Even though his wife is like, ah, I know I told you to try it, but like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, David. She got it for him, and then she regrets it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't realize you were going to wear it every day. I thought day. you hated it. Yeah. I thought I'd make you put it on every now and then. Once a year. Yeah. You know, that's not an everyday hat, DJ. First snow of the I year. I really like it, though. Oh, middle of yeah. summer wearing that bad boy. Yes, yeah. It's fighting for this hat. I think we got one more voicemail. John Boy, Jake, Big Bodacious Dong. I want to slap all your big butt cheeks. Uh, if I could have one former Yankee give advice to a current Yankee, I'd like for Babe Ruth to give some advice to Giancarlo Stanton. Because uh, they're both home run hitters, but Giancarlo Stanton has no body fat, and Babe Ruth was known kind of as a fat guy. Uh, and I would love I to see Giancarlo so Stanton get real fat and still hit home runs and stuff, but be fat when he does it. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's about where I'm at with this whole uh, lockout thing. Have a great day, guys. Bye. So now- <laughs> All right, hold up. John, rude to call Babe Ruth kind of a fat guy. When like he prided himself on being a fat guy, kind of one of the like he athletic fat guys ever. He ate hot dogs in the middle of games and and like you know, don't tell Babe Ruth he's not one of the prime fat athletes ever. That's taking away. Our caller was trying to show respect, and by doing that, actually a lot of disrespect. But uh, and then at the end, he just wants Stanton to get fat. 
He wants Stanton's abilities to say the same home run hitting guy. He just would feel better about it if he was fat. Hey, you know this what? This is what I want. Stan's got a long contract. You might get your wish. This is what I wanted. What do these two overlap on? Home runs. Yes. Giancarlo. You know, we were on the big yoga kick for a while. Yes. I think this caller might have found it. It's not yoga. It's not a different type of workout. It's letting yourself go. Trust what you do with that swing, Big G. And I, I saw, you know, a couple people said it in the chat, like a fat Giancarlo, there's no injury risk. Like fat, fat Giancarlo plays 162. Bart, Bart did it. It was a fat hitter that did it. Country Biscuits. They just played every day. Was Tony Gwynn fat the whole time? Considered. He got no, he really. As he went. He, I mean, after he retired. I only know late career images of him. Yeah, no, I think after he retired, it was like, oh, wow, he was really holding that off. I think, but I don't want to speak ill of Tony Gwynn. I think Kruk, when he played, identified as a fat player. Yeah, I'm not an athlete. I'm a baseball player line. The Fielders? Dude, but Prince Fielder with his shirt off was right. not fat. It really he, didn't look fat. He was like, um, my buddy worked for uh, the Padres in the, in the, he worked for the Padres in the visiting clubhouse. Right. And he told me, cause I said that Prince Fielder was fat once. And he was like, dude, he's like a picture, a, uh, the world's strongest men guys that like, yeah, they have kind of a gut, but it's like those just like protruding abs. And he said his pecs and his shoulders, no fat at all in Prince Fielder. He was, he was, he was like, it's the, it's a wild body. Sandoval. Yeah, so fat that he had a fat contract with the Giants. Yeah. Also, like, but I think the Red Prince, Sox didn't give him the fat contract and he ate himself out of I the I think contract. the Prince Fielder thing, that, that might be a good comparison, though, because Giancarlo's not going to get fat, fat. Stan's lean, though. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if he could get that, like, built-out core a little bit with a couple, couple glizzies, he's still using that one. I never knew that. Like when you, yeah. we took that picture of you with all the hot dogs, and then people, you, you, you captioned it Glizzies. That's the first time I heard that. Yeah, we saying. talked about it. What did? Why are your hot dogs called Glizzies? It was a big thing for a while. I think you told me about it. Now I'm confused. I definitely didn't. I think you were my Glizzy guy. There's no way. I have no idea. I still, I've been scared to ask. BBD, you're our young hip guy. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to get a picture of shirtless Prince Fielder on the screen for you. Learning. Okay, something. according to Urban Dictionary, glizzy was short for Glock, like a gun. Mm. And then, like, don't pull your gun out, and then people pull their dick out and say, this is my glizzy. And then dick became uh, also hot dogs. Because it says it's short for wiener, gun, wiener, hot dog. Hmm. If that's how that happened, yeah, that's amazing. But that's Urban Dictionary, and I don't really believe it. I thought it was a cock, but it's a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many times I've used that one. <laughs> what? Yeah. Let BBD bring up Prince Fielder. Uh, by the way, John Boy Media Store right now. Promo code YANKS. Uh, 10% off. Shop John Boy Media. We just dropped a new like college-looking line. John Boy Media established. We appreciate you guys. They're pretty good stuff. And there's Prince Fielder on the screen for those watching on the YouTube. 
I mean, Giancarlo with that body plays every day. I don't know if he's playing left field. They won't let him. Doesn't matter. I think they're going to let him now. Hey, uh, this guy says that in uh, the DMV area, uh, Glizzy was gun, and then hot dogs are the same length as like an extended barrel of a gun. Okay. Ray's, Ray's Montreal plan just got shot down. Good. Staying in Tampa, baby. I think it only got shot down because it was an asinine plan. Could have been. And the players' union is probably like, about that plan. Yeah. No. We're not going to make our players do that. I'm I'm Patagucci on that, brah. <laughs> but I... I think are they still trying to make a, a new stadium in Ebor City? Trying. I think on at least on the tweet I saw that they are shifting plans to a, a full time home. All the all the Tampa business owners wrote off on the plan though. They said it is great because uh Rays fans from Montreal were gonna come to come to Tampa to go to games. And it's like you can't get Rays fans from Tampa to go to games. Yeah. You yes. can't Yeah, because the traffic's bad. Well, yeah. Well, you know what's longer than traffic? Flights. A flight. TSA. And then the traffic. Yeah. Plus the traffic. You haven't cut out the traffic. There's no direct flights to the stadium. Yeah. No, I parachute right them into their seat. Be like the airborne invading uh, Market Garden. Peaceful. But powerful. I found a new pose here, Jake. I'm double arms. You think that's going to be you I'm now? Double arms on the desk, leaning forward into the mic. Couldn't do this at the old, because there's just not, wasn't that wide. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this, you want to try it? You try it on your end. I think someone kind of has that pose, but I, I don't know where you stand you, with them. So. I feel like you can't have two people doing that at the same time. Who has this pose? pose? I think it's Carton. I think that's Carton pose. He's, he sits like this? I think so. I don't think he owns that. I think it's, but he does I don't think it's like unique that. enough to be owned by anyone. I'm just telling you. That's what I saw. All right, what about this? I mean, that's Who's got this? That's you. Aristides? Aristotle. Shortstop prospect. Aristotis. Aristotis. Get out there. Field something. <laughs> That's like all the guys that people called in about. They just had a bunch of naturals. Like Bernie Williams. What do you think about when you hit? Nothing. Mariana Rivera. What's your success? Oh, God gave me this one pitch. I, th- I thought it was a fastball, but it's not because it moves a little. And I don't know why it moves, and it moves really late, and I just throw that over and over again. Oh, so you can't offer me much, huh? Babe Ruth? Babe Ruth. The best thing that Babe Ruth had going for him was his brain. He was like, hey, everyone's hitting the ball into the ground. What if I shook it up? I'm going to take my golf swing the baseball. I don't think the pitchers are ready for that. It's all mental. Half this game. Yeah, 80% half mental. I think that's the end of the show. Sure is. We do have an ad for their store. We have these new uh, sweatshirts. What? You're talking about the the one Jake read? You did that? Yeah. Where was I? I don't know. Cody Yanks, though. Prince Fielder thing just popped up. Cody Yanks, 10% off. Cody Yanks. Complete blank. It's okay. I, I must have been lost in all my, all my research over here. Maybe you just found the pose? Yeah, maybe I was perfecting the pose. Maybe you just felt something? 
Did I, as soon as you were done with the read, did I do the pose talk? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. If that's where you found it. That's the game. I was in, I was deep in pose time. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate you. Go say hi to my wife who's at the office. I'm excited about that. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting BetterHelp.com Yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com Yanks.